0: Think about it
1: There must be a higher love Down in the heart or hidden in the stars above Without it, life is a wasted time Look inside your heart and I look inside mine Things look so bad Welcome
0: to Higher Love, and thank you for listening to another episode. This podcast is explicit in nature, and it's very sex positive. It's meant for a mature audience only. So, if you're under 18, it's not meant for your ears. We are definitely not professionals, and we don't give professional advice. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. We are a happily married couple from Ontario, Canada, and this podcast is designed to give you some tools and information based on our life and relationship experiences. Higher Love podcasts are produced based on our thoughts and opinions, so if you disagree with them, well, just don't listen, and hopefully we can help you find that higher love.
1: Because it is in you.
0: Hey babe, while we're at it, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find us?
1: So you can find us on our website at www.higherloveinu.com There you can leave a comment or you can ask us a question or even recommend a topic for a future episode on the Get In Touch page. You can also follow us on Twitter at higherlove 17 or at higher love, I-N-U on Instagram listen to our podcast from all the major players like Apple Spotify or Google just to name a few there's also a player on our website for your convenience great
0: well now that we have that out of the way let's get on with it
1: falling behind and what could be bring me higher love Bring me a higher love, oh, oh, bring me a higher love, my love, Is that higher
0: love. Oh, here we go, babe. It's uh, time for a second episode. Yeah,
1: it's going to be a spicy
0: one. I'm so excited. (laughs) I know, I'm getting hard just
1: thinking.
0: (laughs) It's been a while.
1: Do we have to take a break first?
0: No, I think I can deal with it. Okay. Um, yeah, so this episode is going to be our very first Hedo trip and our big leap into the lifestyle, which when we went to Hedo, we had no idea if he would, or if he wanted to. And I mean, we have been turning Hedo over probably
1: a hundred million times.
0: Oh, for years.
1: Yeah. It was five years for sure in the making. And, uh, finally, uh. We broke that uh, barrier and said, okay, we're going to book it. I think it was one night and I was sitting on the couch and I was kind of done with researching and going through all the ups and downs in my mind if I wanted to do it or not. And then uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to book it tonight.
0: Well, I think what happened is that the fear of ruining our relationship by going to a place such as Hedo and exposing ourselves to that um i think you kind of lost that fear and we got to a point where it was like yeah why would you go there or why not and we heard we actually have some people that we know that we found out quite a bit after they had went there that they they actually been there yeah yeah. because they didn't want to be honest about it (laughs) once we figured it out we kind of I think realized that we didn't have anything to lose.
1: Yeah, because I actually started to talk to this person about um, this friend about um, their experiences at Hedo, and and that made me a little bit more comfortable because it was like from the horse's mouth, so to speak, um, well, and I'm, not something that I read somewhere on a on a TripAdvisor right. or something um, because those reviews were all so all over the place. Um, you didn't really know what to believe and
0: no and know. this person too like well it's a couple but we were talking to the male part of the couple yes yeah. yeah they're not the type of people that we necessarily would have expected to go to go no place not at this. all no so that helped so you know we we finally booked a trip and uh I was all excited about it because it it had literally been at least three years for sure that we were like, okay, well, you know, if we don't go, we're never going to find out.
1: Yeah, and we wanted to know what the fuss was all about, right? Um, Kind of. It was getting really to the point where our nosiness and our, you know... um, Curiosity. Curiosity was kind of getting to the point where we said, okay, we need to know this now ourselves and so we got to go. And and this, this friend really encouraged um, me to say, you know, you can do whatever you want at You don't or have not. to or not. Um, and and that came from him very clearly, and that made me feel a lot better, because I thought, okay, you know, we can just go with an open mind, and and see what happens, and we're not going to be pressured into anything, and um, at the end of the day, if it's, you know, the worst that can happen would be us being in our hotel room, and staying on the prude side, and uh, just enjoying the weather, and uh, some nice trips off the resort, and And that would have been, you know, nothing else than what we done in in other vacations. Um, So it wasn't really like that we thought we would lose on anything if we wouldn't really like the lifestyle part of the resort. No,
0: I mean, it would have been shitty if we hadn't enjoyed it. But, I mean, obviously. But it would
1: have not been like a lost vacation, so to speak. No. It would have been still fine.
0: Yeah, and I I think that, that, again, the biggest fear was is that we would end up there. And get sucked into yeah the what vibe, we don't
1: want to do yeah which we did we, get sucked into the vibe at the end
0: yeah literally some <laughs> nights um, yeah but that that was the thing and and what I thought was really kind of cute and you always do this anyways because. I mean, oh my God, like whenever we went on a regular vacation anywhere else, it was like every night when I would come into the house, it would be like, oh, now we're going here. And the next day it'd be like, oh, look, no, we're going here. And you would explain, you would explain this resort to me as if you had just come back from
1: there. Oh, yeah. I knew every resort that I kind of looked into um from top to bottom left to right to center pretty much i knew exactly how to get to the nude beach from the hotel if i had to turn left or right on the beach to walk there and i knew where the restaurants all were and what kind of restaurants there were
0: and if the food was good
1: yeah or not <laughs> and as soon as there was like one little thing that i that wasn't really so impressed with oh okay but
0: Next one. <laughs> yeah, or you would find a resort with a bigger pool or whatever. But yeah. anyway, so then then there's all the prep, right? Like, oh, you know, like we're only eight weeks out. We should start tanning and we got to quit eating carbs and mm-hmm. we have to <laughs> like get the suntan lotion and we got to, oh, do we have adapters and do we have this and do we have that? Um, yeah. Which is just the standard.
1: I always need a new bikini. But then before Hedo, I thought... I don't really need a bikini at Hito, but I still bought a new bikini.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just, think you, it's kind it, of something that and, belongs and, to and the whole prep. <laughs> and I think you bought another one just in case you didn't like the first one that you bought. Yeah. Um, but what really, what I thought was cute is that you were going through the regular motions of, of preparing for a trip and getting the suitcases in the bedroom like weeks before we would go I also do that all the
1: time to me
0: it's like well if I get my suitcase packed 10 minutes before we leave out of leave the house then we're good Mm -hmm. sometimes you also get
1: your passport like 10 minutes before you leave but that's that's for another time (laughs) you
0: know that's so I tend to think that if I try too hard to pack my suitcase that I'll forget something because I won't know where I left it or put it or whatever but that's you know that's all part of the fun but yeah. The, to get to the cute part from what I thought was so cute is that this time we had booked a trip and every night I would come into the house and you'd be showing me all these sexy outfits that you had bought and I'm like
1: yeah I got really into that yeah
0: and I thought for somebody that was so apprehensive about it for so long man you're going all out
1: <laughs> yeah well you know I I checked out the HEDA website and found all the different theme nights on there and and then I thought well it looks like there's a lot of people dressing up and I thought well there would be maybe some fun idea to get some some outfits for those nights, and that's what I did, so little by little, I gathered them all together,
0: yeah, and I mean, usually when you go to a resort, you get dressed up at night to go to the show and sit in the lobby yeah. for hours on end in the
1: yeah, and nobody really gown. cares how you look anyways but
0: this <laughs> time um,
1: yeah, it was uh, it was pretty amazing, yeah
0: <laughs> it was exciting. Yeah, to say the least, before was. we even left. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I really figured out for myself that uh, I like to wear sexy stuff and show show it off, and uh, that was uh, what you can do at Hiro every night.
0: Yeah, and you do like the attention, which you didn't know really. I no, mean, I, I gave no you attention. Yeah. And when we went to a bar or a pub. But you I also
1: get... had a little bit issues with my body image, right?
0: Yeah, um, which I don't know why, but all you were, were always telling
1: like me, Oh my god, you're so sexy and you is your so ass. nice and you have this and of that and what I was seeing was stretch marks, cellulite, you know?
0: No, well, they're pinstripes.
1: Yeah, well I see it that way now too. Yeah, it's and great. obviously we're not I'm not twenty five anymore and, and, and I I'm embracing my 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 age issues now, which I don't see as issues anymore,
0: no, and and what happened there uh, throughout the whole week, I think, I mean, we''ll, we'll kind of we won't do it necessarily day by day play, but at the end of the week, I mean, there was guys all over you,
1: oh yeah, it was it and was women. actually it was yeah, it was actually very cool because
0: but in a really nice way, but they were just Respectful. compliment yeah and yeah. complimenting you and you yeah. were like okay well that's jj's always saying that maybe he's on to something right
1: yeah and i i i mean we never had or i never had an issue taking my clothes off in front of other people we would do nude beaches before and that was all fine and dandy and the first time that we um went from our room which we actually booked in the prude section the so-called prude section which is the closing optional section we weren't really sure if we could be naked in that section or not or the first time we went out of our room we kind of had a towel around us and
0: well i assumed that everybody that was uncomfortable would be there and i didn't want to necessarily make them even more uncomfortable so So we didn't
1: really know what to do so we kind of thought well it's a safe, safe thing to do to have a towel around us and then we we moseyed over to the to the nude side of the beach and uh well, then there was a sign saying, you know
0: No clothing No closing
1: allowed and there we dropped our drawers
0: basically. Yeah.
1: And that was all not an issue and I had no issues with that at no, all. No, and I
0: think we only did that for the first day and then we were like fuck it. It's yeah, we <laughs>
1: were just naked all the time.
0: But so we we got there. It was a Saturday, I believe. Yeah it was. And we we got checked in and everybody's super friendly and you know, whatever, like the, the check-in part of it is boring. So we got through that and, uh, we went to the beach on the nude side, right by the pool. And we found the spot in the lounger and laid down and I went and got a beer and.
1: And then you sent me to get the second. No, beer. no, but
0: before you even got this, well, I did, but before you even got, we got the second beer, we already had a guy show up.
1: Oh, yeah, right. Like, hey, yeah.
0: you know, what are you guys doing? Like, you know, what Where are you, are you doing tonight? And I'm like, holy shit, man. Like, We, I, just, we just got here. I have here. no idea. <laughs> um, oh, and this is maybe before we get too far into this. We were talking about you buying the clothes and everything, right? For all the... We Being kind of got So we jump on the plane. I'm all excited because I'm like, finally, we're going to at least figure out if this is something that you know it's a little it's more spicy than a nude beach mhm and even if we just go there to watch and 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 get sucked up into this sexual like high atmosphere yeah like yeah. you know and uh So we land, we didn't want to go on the bus because we had heard that the bus takes forever. It's cheaper to take a cab or, well, not cheaper, but quicker. And I'm sitting in the cab and we're about 15 minutes away from the hotel. And I'm like, what the hell did we get ourselves into? We had only booked five days because we thought, well, you know, week is maybe too long. What if it's...
1: What if we don't like it?
0: Right. And I had experienced something like this before like swinging yeah but with a completely different person than you and i and and now which i mean at that point too when we were on our way i realized that i was way more into you and and crazy about you than my ex-wife before i'm like holy shit yeah what am i getting myself into yeah like what if we walk into the door and you flip out (laughs) <laughs> which I mean you used to be pretty good at right like yeah. you've chilled out a little bit over the years but
1: yeah I think your anxiety level went up quite a bit yeah
0: because I'm like okay I, I'm usually pretty easy going and laid back and so are you but if if like
1: things are not going my way I can be a little bit uh off the hook yeah
0: well if you're uncomfortable mm-hmm. in a situation yeah right so I'm like Fuck me, I hope I don't get to spend five days in the room, right? But obviously, you guys have realized that that was not the case. So we'll get back to the first day. We're on the beach. This guy approaches us. Basically, I'm like, man, you're a ding-dong. Like, you know, we brushed him off. Then you went and got a beer. We're sitting there, and it's early afternoon. And finally, we were like, well, you know, there's some action happening at the pool. There's some music playing. Like,
1: you know, let's go have a look. Let's
0: just. Let's do this. Let's jump yeah. in the pool. And again, it wasn't the issue with people being naked, but we got to the pool, and it's a pretty small pool, like mm-hmm. decent size, but there's well, a lot for of... the
1: amount of people. Right, is. there's a lot of yeah. people
0: in there. We're yeah. at the bar, we're getting a drink, and we're just kind of staying in there, taking it all in. And we had planned on going back to the beach, I guess, because we weren't going to necessarily stay in the pool. But next thing you know, there's a, a, a guy... And he's got his wife up in the air.
1: Was she not laying up on a
0: table? No, no, he was holding her. Oh, he was
1: holding her. Yeah. And
0: some other girl was going down on her. Mm -hmm. And then the the wife, I guess, said, "Oh man, like this is embarrassing. Everybody can see me." Mm -hmm. And then I covered her eyes, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, "Well, how was that?" And she goes. Well, no, but I still want to see what's going Going on. on. And then I lifted my hand a little bit and I'm like, well, is that better? Oh, yeah, that's perfect. I'm like, okay, great. And then we walked off and you were like, oh, yeah, trust JJ to get involved. Right. But I think that was the very first sort of
1: experience. Yeah. Shock, maybe. Well, it was a bit of a shock because it was like, whoa, it really is what people say it is there is actually sex all out sex happening right here in front of everybody yeah yeah no limits
0: no well yeah no so anyway (laughs) you know we
1: found that out later there's really no limit
0: no well no not really um but it's consensual and it's always in good fun Mm -hmm. um so we go back to the beach well and then we thought maybe we can go back to the pool so we stayed there they were playing some games because what happens Mm -hmm. is at a lot of resorts like that there's groups that will plan they know they'll they'll pre-book 100 rooms and then they all they all go as a group and they bring their own entertainment and whatever and that was a great amount of fun yeah that was really good then we went back to the room we changed we had dinner i wanted to check out the playroom which is I think a dungeon is a better word to explain it so the listeners know what we're talking about but that's basically where you can go and you know as a couple you can participate you can bring other people it can be just the two of you and and they
1: have different rooms like one is a little bit more like the the dungeon
0: type room like a bit
1: of BDSM
0: yeah and the equipment so to speak
1: a, there with some chains and the cross and
0: yeah and the other room has got a well it's open there's no ceiling which is kind of nice but mm-hmm. you weren't really ready to go there yet to check no. it out so and that was fine so we just kind of you know hung around checked out the resort some more went to bed had some fun got up on sunday did it all over again got to talk and do a few people
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: sunday night we went to the playroom, playroom
1: yeah we finally did uh, uh, it
0: well, and, and you and I actually got into it a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
1: we had some, some good times there. And
0: there was another couple there where the wife was on the, I don't know what you call it, the horse or whatever. Yeah. And we were on the mattress, and the guy was really checking you out while I was playing with you. Yeah. And then you had another sort of a well, a light come on, maybe, <laughs> yeah, the light where you're came like. On
1: who I actually find is really fucking sexy. Yeah. And it was so hard to just be watched by somebody else. And this guy didn't make a secret out of it. He was just fucking his wife, staring at me while he did. Right. And it was just like, whoa, this is so cool. And uh, it turned me on like crazy. And I had no idea that that's what it would do to me. So that was uh, light number one or two or three or whatever it was came on and uh i think uh
0: no and then we left and had a drink and then we were in the hot tub for a little bit which is a great big heated pool they call it the hot hot tub but
1: i enjoyed
0: that was basically it and then on monday well in the meantime we got hooked up with a couple from florida well not hooked up but we were starting to chat with them kind of bit and we never did anything with them or there was no intent we just i mean we still talk to them they're great friends well so. and that's
1: also something that's really interesting actually because these people are um they've been going there for 10 years or so i think there was already the nines or tenth with visit, yeah. visit to uh something to like hedo and and she's not into um swinging at all no um she gives him basically a hall pass and he can yeah, go and do whatever he wants,
0: except you.
1: And uh, unfortunately, um, for him, for <laughs> him, it it turned out to be that her and I got along really well, and we kind of um, clicked, not on a sexual way, but more in a um, woman to woman, sister sister type of way. We we really got along well. We had a lot of the same um, views on life, the same opinions and and experiences in life and we were kind of men, you know we, we could be sisters uh, same body type I guess too you mm-hmm. know um JJ well, says you know that ass is like yours or your ass is like hers
0: I remember just quickly how we got to talking to them so we got there Saturday and Saturday night we booked dinner at the uh
1: Oh, yeah, Japanese the Japanese restaurant. And they were sitting with us at the table. right? And
0: somehow yeah. him and I made a... No, you and her made a bet on who was going to get darker.
1: That's what it was.
0: And then he says, well, but there has to be a prize. Mm-hmm. What is the prize? And I'm like, we have a whole week to figure this out. Right. And that sort of made that connection like yeah. right away. And, and then, then we
1: constantly co- uh, compared our tans. Um, she was always a little bit ahead of me because, I mean, she was from Florida, so she had...
0: Well, but she has native in her too. Yeah, native in her,
1: and from Florida, so she had a bit of a head start
0: there. A bit of a red Um, tone to her skin, but yeah. So that we chatted with them quite a bit on well Sunday during the day, and then Mm -hmm. Monday, and then they left, and then the couple that was in the playroom on Sunday, they were in the water by the beach or in the ocean, and we ended up chatting with them, them, and. That's when you really tore down all the... No, you didn't break down the barriers. You disintegrated them.
1: Yeah, I disintegrated them. So what happened was we, I think we went in the pool with them together and we chatted and um, somehow you got pretty close with her.
0: Well, uh, everybody's hands started kind of wandering a little bit, which is, it's (laughs) kind of funny because I'm in my 40s and I felt like I was a 16 year old boy.
1: Yeah, you feel like you're back into your teenage right? years because it, it's all so exciting and so like, right
0: and then we were standing mm. there. I mean, he was a little bit more forward with you than I was with her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she was okay, but it's not like I would have picked her out of a
1: out of a, a lineup. Yeah, no.
0: But needless to say, she right. was, you know, whatever. To me, it was kind of like that experience, and I was kind of awkward. I mean, here I am, like, you know, JJ with his big mouth, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, this
0: is, like, kind of weird, because, like, I'm okay with him and you, but, like, I don't know about her, because he's, like, right there. And then he's like, eh, it's okay, you know, it's like she, she did, she's not scared.
1: Well, but your problem, and that's, I think, what we have to mention at this point, too, is your problem was that you were worried still about me and that that was always in the back of your head well i was Um, waiting
0: for you to go off at any moment right
1: so you were kind of holding back on her because you didn't know how i would react if i would actually see you with another woman yeah
0: and it was just like touching and petting Mm -hmm, but still um but from there, we ended up on the edge of the hot tub or the, yeah, the, the heated pool. Mm-hmm. And that was around four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And so he was
1: going down on me and then she took over.
0: No, well, he was going, well, that, that's how, where we got to, he went down on you. She started giving me a blow job. But then we found out after the fact that she's really into women and that's what the the whole thing was kind of more about for them, I think, yeah. than for us. But then she went down on you. Mm-hmm. He started playing with her, and I got up on the edge of the pool and laid down beside you, yeah, and started talking to you. Mm-hmm. And next, and you
1: may—I mean, you got to see this, right? That was not a private. Um, situation. There was like Oh, there was a hundred people
0: there at least.
1: Around us watching this whole scene.
0: Oh yeah, you were the center of attention.
1: It was like whoa. And I I mean in the moment I, I, I gotta say I had a few drinks in me too. So that yeah. that helped with the shyness.
0: And <laughs> yeah, we smoked a doobie in the afternoon. Yeah,
1: so we were we were quite relaxed and and uh, the whole situation was just so party and the vibe was so sexy and Everything. The music was blaring, and and everybody was in the same kind of oh, crazy, sexy sex, mood. Sex vibe. Yeah. Big time. And uh, so, well, it was basically ended up with her being down on me, you talking to me, and rubbing
0: your tits <laughs> rubbing
1: my tits and turning me on like there's no tomorrow and it ended up me squirting like all over the hot tub
0: well on the edge on the, on the edge yeah but and then they both got in there mm-hmm. and i was like man i am on cloud nine yeah. if i die right now that's <laughs> like you know and we basically got up And people were still looking at us. And some people gave us the thumbs up. There was one couple where they were playing with themselves. Mm. Um, But it didn't feel awkward. Like it was almost like it was so liberating.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, it was extremely liberating because there I was always worried about you playing and, and, you know, how I would feel. And then I'm the one that's all of a sudden in the middle of it, and getting all the attention, and totally let go. And I think that was the main part. I I really let go of all my inhibitions in that moment, and just went with the moment. And it was it was fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, and it, and beautiful at the mm-hmm. same time because it was such a joy for me to watch you just be in the moment mm-hmm. and, and, and let go. Yeah. But the most amazing part is that we still did that together. Yeah. Right.
1: And it was, I mean, this was like two days into our trip. It was on the, on day two that this all happened. And, uh, I mean, I would have never imagined anything like this because of all the fear and the, um, inhibitions that I actually went into this trip with um, and I didn't think that I would be able to just throw this all overboard so quickly
0: no and that's what it shocked me mm-hmm. and it surprised me yeah so then well we had dinner with them
1: yeah
0: then we went to the disco with them
1: yeah and then we had some fun then more we went fun to the times. playroom yeah
0: and It basically wasn't really working because she was very into you.
1: Well, she was very bisexual. And at that time, I did not really, I wasn't really at the point that I explored my bisexual uh, side. I -hmm. hadn't. I N- had no had interest no in women experience. at all no. at that moment. I mean, uh, I wasn't turned off by her or anything, but I was also not interested in playing with her. And that's kind of what I, what I had the feeling of, uh, what the, what the plan was. Kind of, it sounds bad, but I think there was a little bit of a plan. Um, her and I play and the guys watch. And that's basically what, what was happening there in the beginning. And then I felt, uncomfortable with that situation and I'm still very proud of myself that then a few minutes into that situation where she was basically playing with me I was playing a little bit with her but I was very uncomfortable um, that I then said hey can we get the guys involved, be involved? because I wasn't I wasn't ready for that at all. No,
0: and and then I mean I just couldn't perform that night, and he couldn't either. It was had been a long day, and yeah, whatever. So,
1: but anyways, I mean it was still a good experience. It, it for the starters, they were very respectful. Um, and didn't,
0: oh, they were a great couple, push
1: anything that we didn't no, want to do, or but they had tons like of
0: experience and yeah. they knew what they wanted. So anyway, then we went back to the room cause it was getting quite late. Mm-hmm. Then I had no troubles performing. And no, we, we had, had like the most amazing sex ever. The, like, oh my God. And it then it was crazy good. Tuesday came along and it was kind of the same thing. Go to the beach pool in the afternoon. And then we stayed until that we got kicked out of the pool. Yeah. And then there was a girl there that I was quite attracted to Mm -hmm. and I started chatting with her and we're like well where's your husband oh he's probably in the room having a nap and like we were just chatting Mm -hmm. then we got kicked out of the pool we went to the beach and then her husband showed up and like he was all over you and it didn't take very long no for you and him to get going into it and I'm like what the hell happened to Marley like where's my wife this is not like you know and Like, in a good way, because Mm -hmm. I was just totally sitting back, enjoying...
1: Taking it all in,
0: Watching you, finally, just (laughs) letting go of all your... Because you're your own worst enemy. We all are. But you can really get in your own head about Mm -hmm. the past and about, like, this is wrong and that's not what you do and this and that. So, we spent the rest of the evening with them. Mm-hmm. you and him ended up in their room i ended up with her she was completely pissed out of her mind i didn't get anywhere yeah which was fine again we went back to the room had great sex i don't remember what happened on wednesday or thursday um well, but i in think the we mean- just
1: hung out and we met some other people that we didn't actually play with and that's actually very interesting too because we met this really nice couple um also an ontario couple And um, we got chatting with them, and it was so nice because (laughs) I don't know if they listened to this. They probably know then who they are, and I'm obviously not going to name anything. But it was so nice because they found out that it was our virgin trip. And um, around midnight, after we were at the glow party, they said to us, come on, guys, we want to show you guys something. And then we went to the pier where the catamarans uh, usually... um, her a dog. A, a dog, <clears throat> And uh, they said, guys, have a look. And we were sitting by the water, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, there was a stingray coming up. And they said, well, you know, um, when we were on our first trip to Hito and it was our Virgin trip, like years and years ago, mm-hmm. I can't remember how often they have been there. There was also this nice couple that took them there and, right. and showed them the stingrays in the middle of the night. And it was such a beautiful moment when we sat there and just watched the stingrays and we had a little bit of a chat and
0: and it was so nice
1: and peaceful and it was so much fun.
0: But there was no... We knew that nothing was going to happen because we had talked to them before and I had no real interest in them anyways, but we clicked really well.
1: Yeah. On a friendship basis, it was, it has now had nothing to do with sex. And that's exactly what I was going to say. You know, you can go to Hito and you can do nothing. You can, you don't have to play. You don't have to get involved. Well, they Um, don't.
0: They never have.
1: No, you can just watch. You can just take in the vibe and, and, and bring it into your own four walls and have great sex because you get turned on by the whole sexual vibe that's going on there or watch other people. If that's what you're into or not at all, it doesn't matter. Um, and that's what this couple was all about. They just like watching.
0: Well, I asked him that night. So do you guys like, you know, do you play or, Yeah. and he's like, fuck no. Look at what I have. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. I mean, she's funny. Yeah. Oh, man, did she make me laugh. But he was totally into her and had no desire to be with anybody else. No, exactly. And she says, no, I just like being watched because they would fuck anywhere. Yeah. Just exactly. so people could yeah. see them. And in, mm-hmm. the, in the next day, and this is another really neat story. That other couple that we were talking about that we met at the Japanese restaurant with the whole competition with the tanning, mm-hmm. the husband saw us because he was looking for us. Yeah, in the evening or well, it was past midnight, like at, like after the glow party, because we were supposed to hang out with them too. Yeah, we but we never find got them, together, yeah. and then he saw us, and he's like oh, I saw you with that couple and they're such great people and I know you were sitting on the pier and I didn't want to interrupt you. So yeah. I went back to the room.
1: Yeah, very respectful. I, yeah,
0: and then we went and had pizza and that, that was it. So that that was basically all the action mm-hmm. that we had on our first Hedo trip.
1: Yeah, and it was really at the end of the day what, what was <laughs> mind-blowing me was... Um, how much i really got out of that whole trip but how it also affected you even though i was the one that got to play a little bit more um because you were kind of holding back because you still weren't sure how i would react and you were worried about that um if i would see you with somebody else um which i think is is, it was a good good thing to do because i don't know well it how I would have reacted on that first trip.
0: No, but it took me quite a while because it hasn't been that long that I've been able to let go of that.
1: Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, the whole Hedo trip was a huge eye-opener, a huge change in my way of thinking and my way of feeling about myself. Um, self-esteem went like through the roof. I I have no issues with myself, my body image, anything anymore. Um, I mean, I turned 50 just before that or that same year. Yeah. I turned 50 in that December mm-hmm. and I had such a hard time with that because to me, it was like, Oh God, now I'm 15. Now I'm old.
0: Every birthday you had a hard time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's, uh, so that problem is solved. Which is good. It did that.
0: Yeah, and, uh, I mean, so, yeah, whatever. We were there and, and we made some friends. We're still in contact with some of them. And, and we both learned a lot about ourselves and each other. Um, and and really, found what, out what, what the... Like, they talk about the lifestyle. And I mean, this is not... I don't promote the lifestyle necessarily to everybody. Because it's not for everybody. First no. of all, you need to be in a super solid relationship, you need to have great communication skills. You have to trust each other and you have to deal with your jealousy, yeah. which I, to be honest with you, I have never felt jealous when I've seen you with somebody else, mm-hmm. whether it's a man or a woman.
1: No, but you know that you don't have to be jealous because at the end no, of the no, day, but the,
0: the, 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 you some, are my
1: guy and that's never sure, going to change.
0: But the, the, those are things that can all come up. Right. Mm-hmm. But outside of, the, you know, me watching you with somebody else and that whole experience on the edge of the hot tub there, that was all great. But what I found was the most amazing is that this is really a place and it's not the only place in the world, but the lifestyle really provides you with an opportunity to really be yourself and you're encouraged to be yourself and to explore yourself. Mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter what you're into everybody's like oh wow that's cool well yeah. it's not my thing but i but mean,
1: very respectful and 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 nobody judges no like there's
0: people there that are just nudists that go it's a great resort like the vibe is amazing the vibe right? is just unreal yeah and how many resorts have we not been to in the 15 16 years that we've been together tons yeah.
1: All the vanilla resorts. Are, How
0: many friends have we made? None. Well, one uh, couple. A
1: couple, but it's all but very it's insignificant. But it's so difficult to
0: get to talking to yeah. people, right? Yeah. We're here. Every, like, hey, where are you from? What do you do? Are you, you know, are you mm-hmm. this, or that, or whatever, right? Like, and, and all walks of life.
1: Yeah, and it's not, and that's what I'm, what, what kind of the whole idea behind this was, is this, this episode and us talking about our experience there, not so much about... Um well you you can only go there when you're a swinger to that extent. You don't have to go there and play. No. You don't have to do anything.
0: Well, in some people, they only swing on vacation. Yeah. They're situational.
1: But there's and also people that go to Hito and they don't swing, never. but they swing at home all the time.
0: Right. And there's people that go there and they're just they go there cuz you can be nude for like a week. Um and I mean it is a pretty like, I don't care who you are. Unless you're dead and you go to Hedo, you're going to get turned on.
1: Oh, for sure you get right? turned on. And even if you just go for your own pleasure, for for your you and your partner's uh, pleasure, just just take in that sexy vibe and that atmosphere and that party mode all day long. And
0: Well, and, and talk to other people about their sex life and watch other people have sex. Yeah. And, and you can learn from that even, exactly. right? Exactly, so, yeah. Um, I don't want to make this like a long dragged out story, but then, so, you know, our trip came to an end and we were upset that we had only booked five days, but we both came home as completely different people. Like it didn't just change for me anyway. And I know that you feel the same way, but for me at first, when we started talking about that, I wasn't sure if it had done the same to you, it changed me.
1: Mm, It changed me, too.
0: And I thought, well, is it just me? And it had absolutely nothing to do with the sexual experiences that we had there. No. Even the ones that we had, like, you know, between you and me, which were amazing, like Mm. off the charts. Right. But I thought, wow, there is actually people because you and I have always kind of felt like we didn't fit in. We're yeah, quite liberal yeah, A lot to begin of
1: times with. we found that that, you know, we we would get to know people. Or first of all, we always had a hard time getting to know new people.
0: I think we scared a lot of people.
1: And and then we had a lot of times the situation where people would say, Oh, you are such a strong couple and you're so intimidating. And I would say, I don't know. I'm not intimidating at all. At least I'm not trying to be. No. Uh, I'm always open to, you know, talk to all kinds of people from all kinds of walks of life and and always had the feeling that I was misjudged on that. Um,
0: Yeah, and with me, it was always like, oh, my God, I can't believe JJ just said that. Yeah. We're going to go to JJ Marley's place tonight, but just so you know, mm-hmm. people like, would be
1: almost warned. Yeah. You about,
0: know, like what what might come out of my mouth because I'll just tell you how it is, right? So, yeah. for instance, somebody would walk in our house with new friends and I'd be like, "Oh, well, you're kind of yummy. I like your outfit." Oh, you my can't God, say I can't that. believe you just <laughs> said that. What? I think you're beautiful yeah. and I like your outfit. Mm-hmm. I didn't say hey, do you want to fuck? No. Right? I was maybe thinking that. Yeah. But, y- you know, so it's like women want to hear that they look beautiful, but then when I say it, it's like, well, you can't say that. It's like, fuck, like I can't, you know. We're with people in the lifestyle or, or yeah, basically the lifestyle, right? And it doesn't matter what you're into, BDSM, kink, swinging, voyeurism, extubis- action. Exhibitionism—that's <laughs> oh, a word. Um, yeah, they're just whatever. If that's what you want to do, knock yourself out. So,
1: and I think important to know, or important to say, is to at this point is um, what, what we what we were trying to kind of say with this with this whole story about our first Hedo trip. We were so scared. I was specifically so scared, and you were scared too, just on a different level. Uh, you were scared about how I would, how I would react, and I was scared about how I would react and if I would... There you are, <clears throat>
0: folks. It's out in the open. I was scared of my wife. Yeah. Or is that not what you meant? <laughs>
1: well, you weren't scared of me. You were just scared of my reaction to certain things that might happen.
0: Well, and it could have been but, was I mean, intense.
1: What we were really want to try to say with all this is if you're in the rut and you you don't know anymore where to turn. You, you, you feel like your marriage is at a point where you're, you know, it's, it's all just blah and nothing new is happening and you're, you're getting nowhere. And actually you're going downhill because you or stop communicating apart. and you grow apart. You don't have to go to Hedo and become a swinger. That's not what we're trying to say.
0: No, not at all.
1: But what we're trying to say is, is try to get out of that rut, make an effort and do something about it. Find yourself a new hobby where you get to know new people and find a new goal in life or a new new thing to do together that you both enjoy and you have fun with. Um, There's so many things you can do. Um, It's the same with a new job. Like let's say you have a new job offer, but you're too scared to change. Because you don't know what's going to happen. Well, if you're not happy in the job that you're having right now, but you're too scared to take on a new job, well, you're going to stay in that rut that you're in and you're never going to get out of it. Well, and it's going to get worse. You're going to get depressed. You're going right. to don't want to get up anymore in the morning. All these things. So what we're just trying to bring across is even if you're scared, even if you don't know what's going to happen if you make that change or jump that hurdle or break that barrier like we did at the end of the day it can only be a positive result and even if we would have gone to Hedo and we would have said you know what this is not for us it would have not harmed us it would have opened our eyes and then we would have both known hey it's not for us
0: well and without hurting each other because I think that the the other end of the spectrum is cheating.
1: Exactly, yeah. If right? you're not and happy me, and fulfilled in your relationship, well, then you go and find somebody else.
0: Right, and and I didn't want to necessarily find anybody else because I don't I don't want that. That's not no. What and I you want.
1: weren't unhappy in our no, not at all.
0: I just wanted to try the lifestyle, and obviously, like it, it worked for us. But that's us, and that's not necessarily something that may work for you but the cheating and and I think we're gonna have a whole bunch of episodes on that because I'm quite opinionated about it a lot of people think that cheating is just having sex with somebody else to me that's a load of crap that that it is cheating Hmm. but you can have a very emotional relationship with a colleague at work I know people that share way more emotional thoughts and feelings with their colleagues at work than they do with their wife
1: that's right yeah right
0: so the communication is really important and you don't have to go to a club you don't have to but you know maybe watch a bit of porn maybe go to a strip club after dinner and have a drink there maybe play some games maybe dress up maybe Take the garbage out for your wife.
1: Well, and I think that's going to be one of our next episodes um, is about, you know, how can you spice up your relationship and how can you get out of this rut that you might find yourself in? Um, I think a lot of couples go through that. They get married, they have kids, and then all the um everyday life
0: the rat race
1: rat race is starting and then you know they totally grow apart and you know we we personally jj and i have not gone through that No,
0: uh, we um, did a little bit i
1: mean we were a little bit on a on a i wouldn't say downward spiral but we had we had our issues but i don't think that that had to do with our love to each other mm. and and what we wanted from each other—it was hundred
0: percent business related. It was we had, all
1: business related. We were shit burning that we the candle at
0: both ends, spread ourselves way too thin. Yeah, and I mean, when we went to bed at night, we were just so exhausted. I couldn't wait for you to turn the lights off.
1: Yeah, but also, and that's also what what I think we'll we will go into a little bit deeper. What we experienced was that, you know, uh, some people that have emotional stress. Um they wanna just have sex. They wanna fuck. That's just something that that's gets me. their mind off. And that's you. For me, it's the total opposite. If I'm stressed, just leave me alone. I need to just, you know, turn the light off and go to sleep because I'm emotionally exhausted. I'm physically exhausted. I can't deal with this. I don't I don't want you to know. Oh sex? No, it's totally not on my on my mind right now. So there's so many different ways of dealing with different situations in life and I think um, we just touched this a little bit today in this episode but I'm sure we will get into this a little bit deeper uh, in one of our following episodes so
0: yeah and this episode was mainly well we talked about it in the previous episode that we were going to talk about you know but again that's just our life and what we experience. but there's a lot more that we took home from that than what we ever thought we were going to. Mm -hmm. And I think that is sort of the underlying message here, that don't be scared to step outside of your comfort zone, because you may never know what you're going to take away from that. Yeah. Right? Exactly
1: Um, what that is. And that's what we were kind of trying to, you know, bring across with this whole hero story, how we had this huge fear of it,
0: and both in
1: its different levels, but we both had that fear, and we overcame that fear, and we ended up coming out
0: with an amazing growth.
1: Growth on the other side, and 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 it really well changed our life. I would say
0: to finish off this episode, we came home glowing. Even our kids noticed it. Who don't know, by the way, where we went? No. Um, but your daughter said like what is wrong with you guys? Yeah. You're so happy. You're so happy. And within two weeks of coming home, we booked our next vacation to Hedo. Right. So Mm -hmm. anyways, um, I hope you got some laughs out of that. Some of you may be shocked and go, Oh my God, I can't believe these people or I can't believe that that exists. Um, that's not what this is about. Um, this is about growth that we made and what we got out of that and how we feel that we can share that in such a way that you can use that in your own relationship and think of us next time you think you're not sure and you might be scared. So anyways, thanks. so
1: yeah, anyways, check out our website too. Um, we will uh, post a link, uh, after this episode, and, um, you know, check out what, uh, we have for links on there, like about the Hedo book and, uh, there might yeah, be, um, be
0: resources on, some there.
1: resources on there that you can uh, check on and, um,
0: Probably thank you it's... for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And, uh, we'll talk to you again soon.
1: Yeah. Bye everybody.
0: Bye. Bye.